welcome to the ABI online radio show where you're about to hear from industry experts that will share their stories and advice on how you too can learn from their expertise and life's experiences. And now it's time for the next interview, so let's get on with the show. Hi everyone, it's Fred Gillen again, your host on ABI online radio. And today I have an entrepreneur with us to discuss some of the projects and um, ventures that he's actually involved in and he hails from the not so sunny state of Queensland because it's uh, just the new year uh, 2018 and they've had recent storms up there which is unseasonable so um, w welcome to the show Wayne can you um, just give us a little bit of an insight about like what you do what got you into what you're doing and um, and then we can have a chat about some of the projects you're actually working on okay so possibly easier to start with why I do what I do. Um, briefly, um, as, um, as a child, I was uh, very aware of spirit and the lessons and the learnings and the, the chats that they had with me, um, which was all very much fun. And it was a good party trick to be able to tell people things that happen before they happen and stuff along those lines. Um, but then in my early 20s, I started seeing a lot uh, more stuff, um, which I suppose technically you would class as bad, but you know, like people dying and earthquakes and um, seeing funerals prior to people dying and stuff like that. So it no longer was a a party trick and a lot of fun that became something very serious and very difficult for you know a country boy from New South Wales to deal with um, so I turned away when this is all too hard I'm not going to have anything to do with this anymore and I don't care what any of you tell me um, I don't want to pay any attention to you well that managed to last until about 44 where I'd managed over the preceding 20 years to really get myself into a lot of uh, trouble, a lot of issues, a lot of problems. And by the time I was 44, I was definitely in the darkest place that I'd ever been in my entire life. Um, so I turned around to spirit and I went, okay, you win. Um, I give up whatever it is that you want me to do. Um, I'm not going to fight you about it anymore. Um, and, um, you know, I will go in whatever direction it is that you want me to go into. So it took me about, I don't know, a good four or five years to do what I class as my brain retrain, um, which was getting used to not reacting a certain way um, and reacting a different way, the, the way that spirit wanted to do it. And so when I was ready, which was roughly uh, 2010 now, um, Spirit said, okay, now it is the time for you to do what you're meant to be doing. And part of what I'm meant to be doing, um, and the, the main thing that I do at this particular point in time, is a thing called the You Can Heal Yourself Expo, which is a series of events, um, myself and the foundation, run five different events in 2018. Four of them are expos and one of them is a festival aimed at getting people to understand 
that the only way that they can heal themselves and the planet for that matter uh, is for them to learn how to heal themselves. And it's not somebody else's job. It's not somebody else's lesson. It's not somebody else's learning. Um, it's their path. Um, and so a large part of the expo was teaching people how to take charge and control of their health journey. Um, so yeah, so that's pretty much what I'm doing at the moment. You, you mentioned there a foundation. Um, you, you want to tell us a little bit more about that, what the foundation's about and the aims and how, how that started as well? Um, as far as, there's two. There's the foundation, which is a, just a private foundation. Um, and that runs the expos, um, which is basically just me and a couple of other people that I know. And then we've got the You Can Heal Yourself Association Incorporated, um, which is our legal entity. Um, and, um, you know, so that we can apply for grants and fundings and um, all of those sort of other wonderful things, especially we've decided to take on this thing um, this year called the Awakening Festival. Um, the other, so the expos are just two day in the middle of the day expos. Uh, the Awakening Festival is literally that. It's a three day music art culture festival uh, from the 9th to the 11th of November. Um, and it is much as about uh, trying to get the um, person in Brisbane, you know, the teenager, early 20 year old teenager in Brisbane living in an apartment showing them what they can do to help heal the planet. Um, and so the association was set up um, because this is a much bigger event, so therefore it had to have a much better legal system than what the foundation does. Yeah, no, I can relate to that. So with, like, I can imagine just even the logistics and trying to set up because it's a, a three-day festival just later in the year. So just Yeah, and it's... it's you know, it's all day, all night. So it's, you know, gone from being, what, seven hours during the day to a 24-hour per day, three-day event. So do you, do you see any issues there, like of, of um, logistics and problems, or are you getting help from other people to, to help you get over that? Um, look, I mean, you never necessarily know exactly what's going to happen. Um, I have been uh, in my previous life this life um, was heavily involved in the music industry did a lot of tour management stage management was involved in touring a lot of international artists and putting on major rock events and festivals um, so i do have a pedigree stroke heritage in in that area which means the fact that i'm not as freaked out as i possibly should be um, <laughs> But in saying that, I am still relatively freaked out about it. I mean, there's a lot of a, a lot of major elements in relation to putting on a festival versus putting on just a, a you know an indoor expo, um, and um, you know, hence the reason why we started planning this halfway through last year for the end of this year. Um, you know, I needed a good 18 month lead in to really get all the things in place. Um, all the structures in place to be able to actually make the festival work. Um, the expos themselves kind of run themselves these now. This is my eighth year of doing um, expos um, with the, the Heal Yourself Expo. Um, so it's sort of, you know, there's always fun stuff that goes along with it, but um, I pretty much know 
every bit and piece of that I need to know and deal with in relation to the expo. But the festival is a new beast and I will no doubt um, it will throw me various things that I'll actually have to work out on the spur of the moment, but that's what you get for running these things. So what type of, um, like, how many people do you expect or are you hoping to get to the expo? To the expo or the festivals? Oh, sorry, no, the, the festival, the, the, the big one at the end of the year. The big one? Um, yeah, that's, that's actually probably the biggest question. <laughs> Um, and frankly, we probably won't know the answer to that until at least a couple of days before the festival itself. Um, our projected, um, you know, like getting into the projections and the rest of which we obviously base our budgets around, is about 500 people over the three days. Now, one of the reasons why we've come up with that is because we will normally, for the expos, get between three and 400 people for an expo. So we're sort of going, okay, extrapolating just a little, um, you know, hopefully 500 people for the, the festival. Um, but, you know, as I said, I mean, that's a, a, a big question because uh, because it is a camping event, um, we need to make certain the fact that if we've got 200 people turning up, we've got enough toilet facilities and camping facilities and food and other stuff along those lines to deal with 200. But if we've got 2,000, then we actually have to be exactly the same, make certain the fact that we've got enough for these things. I mean, the uh, venue that we're actually doing at is 134 acres in Biwa. Um, so the, the venue itself is very large and we've got the ability to probably get up to, I don't know, 10 or 15,000 people um, to come to the, the festival itself. Um, but this year, if we get three to five hundred, we'll be very happy. So the type of people that you want to attend the festival, who would that be? Who do I want to attend or who will we probably get to attend as two very well, different suppose, questions? Both. So. Um, okay. The people, okay. My personal belief, and it's the same with those members of the association that work with me, is that the only way that we can actually change what is actually happening to the planet is by getting the youth involved in those changes. Um, and unfortunately, the, the normal situation is um, youth. And I mean, I know I was there doing it when I was that age. I'm much more interested in uh, parties, um, members of the opposite sex, etc. Than necessarily worrying about the next 30 years and what's going to happen to themselves on a health level on the planet. Um, but that is where we definitely target the festival, is getting uh, the, the, the youth, and by youth I mean anyone, you know, from uh, pre-teen to teen to, you know, in their 20s, um, involved in the things that can actually ha help to heal the planet. Um, it's one of the reasons why one of our mantras is what can the um, apartment dweller in Brisbane do to help heal the planet? Um, so, you know, there'll be a, a, everything from the aspect of recycling, um, you know, through to, you know, um, what they can do as far as their foods and communities and, and everything else along those lines. 
I mean, where I live as an example, well, in the air, catchment area for the, um, the festival and the intermediate um, catchment area for the festival, there are three different councils. Each council has a different policy in relation to recycling, mm -hmm. what they can recycle and what they should recycle and what they will recycle. Um, it would be nice if the state government or for the federal government, for that matter, actually figured out a way of actually having a uniformity, you know, so these would be one of those things where we would go, okay, recycling is a big thing. We all know that recycling is a big thing. So let's make it uh, a commonality amongst everywhere and not just depending upon where you live, depends upon what you can do. Um, you know, so there's everything from just figuring out what I can throw in my bin through to helping to change laws and legislation as an example. Yeah, no, that's excellent. The, 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 I suppose from my perspective, from a marketing side of it, what's, um, like, what's the big draw card? I know you're talking about sustainability and it's a hot topic right now, but what, for the youth in particular, what's the draw card? Like is, is it a kind of a music festival that you're, you're putting on and then the byproduct is the sustainability or is it the other way around? Um, it's a kind of 50-50, to be entirely honest. Um, but, I mean, if I had to think about it, I mean, yes, you would be looking at the aspect of, you know, it is a music festival. Um, and a lot of the music that we have will be aimed uh, from, you know, teens through to 80s. Um, you know, so first and foremost, the draw cards will be uh, that secondly will be the aspect of getting people to care. Um, I mean, there is a lot of people out there that are very much interested in what I can do and how I can do it. Um, but for most people that I've spoken to in the past, it's just too big. You know, the, 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 you know what can I really do? And so a lot of people actually ask that question, what can I do? because the problem seems huge. Um, and so the point, the other major point of this festival is to say, well, here is a festival, here is something that you can do where you can go, oh, okay, it can be as simple as that. Um, you know, so that's pretty much, I suppose, from the marketing perspective, um, we've got education precinct, we've got a music precinct, um, we've obviously got exhibitors, we've got talks, we've got healing areas. You know, it's a, um, a festival to try and combine all the elements into one aspect and just get people to come along. I mean, like, as I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Woodford Folk Festival. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So with the Woodford Folk Festival, yes, its main thing is obviously the music. I mean, there's 25 stages, for, you know, over yeah. the, the, the course of the festival. So its main thing is music. But on the side of that is also teaching people all sorts of different things, you know, everything from planting trees and how the, the fact that, you know, if you give us $5, we'll plant a tree in your name, you know, all of those sort of bits and pieces. Um, this is, you know, just a hell of a lot smaller scale and not so much targeted at the music, more targeted at, um, I mean, it's called the Awakening Festival. And the main reason why it's called the Awakening Festival is to assist people to awaken to the journey that they need to start 
um, about healing themselves and the planet. So, uh, and I guess the, the other side of it um, from a commercial perspective is that like, we've talked about the, the consumer side where the people who want to attend the festival, but what about the actual, um, and I'll use the word exhibitors, I don't know whether that's the right phrase or not, but um, you're obviously looking for people to, to support the festival and, and help in a monetary fashion by you know, putting on exhibits. Um, what type yep. of individual or groups are you looking for to help you do that? Um, as far as the exhibitors are concerned, uh, we have a very strict rule in relation to who we will accept um, and they need to abide by our terms and conditions. Um, we do that with the expo as well. Um, first and for, as far as exhibitors are concerned, first and foremost, it has to align with um, the, the goals of um, the festival or the expo, right? As an example, if we had um, a stall holder there that was doing clothes, okay? The clothes themselves would have to be made from a renewable substance, you know, such as bamboo or hemp um, or recycled clothes or something else along those lines. So, you know, yes, we can have a clothes uh, person, but how they make their clothes is where we will judge them as an okay. example. Yeah. You know, so it is all about sustainability um, and re, uh, re, reduce, reuse, recycle and sustainability. So, you know, anybody can apply, but they need to know that the fact that there actually has to be um, an, uh, an element um, about, the, about whatever it is that they're wanting to sell or educate people in um, that is renewable and recyclable. No, well, that's that's. I mean, that set, certainly sets the criteria, so it's, it makes it pretty clear. And yes, it's, you know, it's, it, yeah, no, it's it's excellent. Um, if somebody wants to get in touch with, touch with you about the the festival, either from an exhibitor's point of view, or or people want to find out, um, oh, is is it a plate festival, by the way? Uh, is it a what festival? Plate, like do people pay to attend, or? Yes. Um, yep. Yes, it is. So um, I suppose where, where are the tickets available or how did they get tickets? Uh, we haven't um, issued the tickets as yet, um, but they will be coming out probably in the next month. Um, but there is, um, I suppose, three different ways of being able to uh, look at that. One is if you go to Facebook, um, look under Heal Yourself Expo, which is obviously the four expos. Um, and then there is the Awakening Festival. Um, so both of those two have got pages um, on uh, Facebook. Um, or if you want to do it the old-fashioned way, we also have websites for both. So one is the healyourselfexpo.com. Uh, sorry, just the .com. Um, and the Awakening Festival is awakeningfestival.org.au. Um, so you can go to either of those two but probably just as easy to go to facebook and figure it all out from there yeah no i mean everybody's using facebook for social media another reason so and, yep. and it's if, if they do get a problem it i'll put the links up and they um like it in the um, show notes at the end as well so we can give them a direct link uh, to any of the listeners so they can get there and if not they can always google it so you know google sure. the, yep. for, for everybody right now um, just as a final note, is there anything unique that you'd like to share with the listeners on 
you know, any topic at all. It doesn't really matter. Just to just to close out. Um, possibly my my most controversial aspect that I know that quite a lot of people have difficulty in understanding and dealing with. And I mean, we're all each on our own journey, doing our own thing. Um, but I do honestly think it's very important. Um, is I don't actually believe in the concepts of good or bad. Um, I only believe in a thing called perspective. Um, and uh, I mean, as I tend to do readings for a lot of people still, um, and, you know, a lot of them will come to me and say, oh, you know, this bad thing happened to me. And I've gone, well, actually, that's your perception that this thing is bad. Um you know, how you perceive something. I mean, like as an example, I'm a Dutchman. Um, I lost half of my family to Hitler in the Second World War. Um, was Hitler a good man or a bad man? It depends upon whether or not, like me, I lost half of my family. Um, and so therefore I perceive him as being a bad man. And to be honest, I have a major issue with right wings and fascists and all the rest. But, hey, they've just re-elected Nazis in Germany, you know, 70 years later. Yeah. Um, you know, does is, is Adolf Hitler a Nazism a bad thing to them? No, it's a good thing. So, you know, Nazism, ISIS, any of those sort of other bits and pieces, um, it's how you perceive it as into whether or not you actually think it is good or bad. So if you can get your head around that sort of stuff and also work on the premise that we're on the planet to learn lessons and experience experiences, if you are going through a bad trot or something is really happening to you and why does it always happen to you, then that's part of your lesson and learning and you're not learning that lesson. Look at why do you redo this aspect? Why do you fall into that trap? What was the lesson that you, before coming onto the planet, you decided um, that you were going to put in for yourself? Once you can actually look at that, you know, in reality and go, ah, that was my lesson, that was my learning, then all of a sudden it stops and you can move forward. So It certainly gives the, the listeners a lot to think about and actually analyse and, you know, like sit back and take note, I suppose, is, is the lesson and just... Um, just you know, look at what's happening around you and uh, don't get caught up well, in it. Yeah, I mean, like, as a, another example, as, as such, I'm a, I'm a gay man. In Australia, I'm fine. Put me in Iran or somewhere else along those lines and I'd be stoned to death. Yeah. You know, so, you know, in Australia, it's okay. You know, we just did the whole plebiscite and marriage equality thing and the rest. So in Australia, it's acceptable. Um, where in a lot of, you know, other countries, whether they're African, Middle Eastern or whatever, I'd be stoned to death within a minute. So again, it's your perspective as into whether or not something is good or bad, evil or wonderful or whatever. And I'm not saying to the fact that your perspective is right or wrong, it's your perspective. Um, but just because you think that way and you believe that way does mean that everybody else should or, or does. Yeah, no, it, it, interesting insight. Um, well, Wayne, it's been really interesting having a chat this afternoon, and um, you know, I hope you get lots of success with both the expos and the festivals.
and as Thank I you. said before, we'll put the links up uh, on the show notes. So if people want to get in touch with you, just click on the links and um, or you know touch base on through Facebook or whatever means. So once again, thanks for being um, on the show. Cool, not a problem. Thank you very much for having. Me. No pleasure. Thank you. Just a quick reminder that if you are an expert in your field and you want to share your knowledge, then simply go to our website, radio.abi.com.au, and register your interest. You can also listen to more experts share their stories and expertise at the same address. That radio.abi.com.au. Look forward to seeing you there. Take care and have a fantastic day.